tortoise. Hello, I'm Andrew, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, what is Hamas? The organisation that once won an election and now stands accused of terrorism, mass murder and horrific war crimes. That's after a short break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We have uh, maintained all along the way and asked the international community to respect the democratic choice of the Palestinian people. It's 2006 in Gaza, and there's just been an election. The voice in that clip belongs to a spokesman for a defeated Palestinian party. He congratulates those who won, even though he cannot bring himself to name them. Our early indications uh, show that we, our showing in the elections, uh, we lost as Fatah. And uh, we congratulate those who won. The winners were Hamas. Fast forward 17 years and Hamas still controls Gaza. But as of last Saturday, it is also in an all-out war with Israel after its fighters massacred civilians and seized Israeli hostages. Large parts of Gaza are being reduced to rubble in retaliation. Hamas stands for Harakat al-Makuama al-Islamiyah, the Islamic resistance movement. Like other Palestinian armed groups, it gets support from Iran and private donations from other parts of the Muslim world. Unlike some groups, its roots go back to one person and one place above all. That person was Sheikh Ahmed Yassin. That place is Gaza. Yassin was a charismatic cleric who founded Hamas in the late 1980s as an offshoot of the Palestinian Muslim Brotherhood. He never meant it to be peaceful. In fact, at first, he called it the Brotherhood's paramilitary wing. He dedicated it to the destruction of Israel and the creation of a greater Palestine. Later, he and Hamas would reject the Oslo Accords and the idea of a two-state solution to the Arab-Israeli conflict. From the start, Yassin was on Israel's radar. In 1989, he was jailed for ordering the killing of fellow Palestinians he accused of collaborating with Israel. His release in 1997 was a landmark in Gaza's history. This is an area where there is excitement at the anticipation of his homecoming. This is a moment, after all, they've been waiting for for the entire eight years that the ailing spiritual leader of Hamas has been in Israeli prisons. The Yassin home is a, a squat, concrete building, uh, several rooms strung together uh, around a courtyard, really very, very modest indeed. Sheikh Yassin was frail and wheelchair-bound, but immediately he set about fundraising. He believed the armed struggle against Israel was Hamas's duty and the Palestinian people's destiny, but it wouldn't pay for itself. Every time he returned to Gaza from trips to other Arab countries, it was an event. Allah, 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 Allah. 
Sheikh Yassin promoted the use of suicide bombers against Israel by Hamas. His own fate was only a matter of time. He was killed by an Israeli helicopter gunship in 2004. Israeli intelligence could track his movements because, at the time, Israeli forces occupied the Gaza Strip. The next year, the Israeli leader Ariel Sharon ordered their withdrawal. The tanks pulled back, and with them, the Jewish settlers they protected. Ariel Sharon calculated Israel was better off leaving Gaza's two million Palestinians to choose their own government. And so, in 2006, Hamas, designated a terrorist organisation by the US since 1997, took on the more moderate Fatah movement in an election. By that time, Fatah was a byword for corruption, even among moderate Palestinians. Hamas promised not just muscular opposition to Israel, but better schools and hospitals in one of the poorest parts of the Middle East. It won easily. Fatah was banished to the West Bank, and Hamas has administered Gaza ever since. Its green flags fly on every street. In 2017, Hamas quietly accepted Israel's right to exist within borders agreed by the United Nations in 1967, the so-called Green Line. But a spokesman was still defiant. We shall not wave an inch of the Palestinian home soil, no matter what the recent pressures are and no matter how long the occupation. Hamas rejects any idea except liberating the home soil entirely and completely, although it does not necessarily mean we recognize the Zionist entity or give up any of our Palestinian rights. Hamas is now classified as a terrorist group by the EU and the UK as well as the US. For years, it has been locked in a cycle of violence or committed to a cycle of violence, depending on your view. Strict border controls mean there is no way out of Gaza for most of the people Hamas governs there, and its refusal to renounce violence means those controls stay in place. In 2014 and again in 2021, spikes in Hamas attacks on Israel brought devastating airstrikes in retribution. At least 35 Palestinians, including 12 children, have been killed by the Israeli offensive, according to officials in Gaza. Many died when this 13-storey residential tower was levelled by Israel's air force on Tuesday. Since then, Israel's government under Benjamin Netanyahu allowed itself to believe Hamas had given up hope of a decisive military offensive. The truth could not have been more different. We'll have more after the break. Hello, I'm Jeevan Varsaga. I'm climate editor at Tortoise and host of a new podcast called Counter Crisis from the Centre for Disaster Protection, a UK government-funded international organisation which works to change how the world plans and pays for disasters. If you follow the news, you'll know that more people than ever are in need of humanitarian assistance. War and climate change are affecting millions, but the solutions haven't really kept pace. Finance is key, We saw during the pandemic that the countries that found it easiest to borrow money were the most able to respond, and not the countries that were the most affected. Across three episodes, covering disasters, the losses caused by climate change, and our response to disease outbreaks, I'm going to try and make sense of this. Why are the current ways we respond to crises inadequate, and how can we do better? I'll be speaking to experts to rethink the recovery from crisis, 
and find out why prearranged finance can help get aid where it's needed. You can listen now. Search for Counter Crisis wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the feed to make sure you don't miss an episode. Hamas's political leadership is now in exile in Qatar. But its military leadership spent months planning and stockpiling for Saturday's attacks. Some of its rockets came from Iran, some were homemade. There are rumours its elite fighters were trained to fly paragliders in the hills around the Iranian capital, Tehran. And Israel will have to assume Hamas has planned for the next chapter too. Let's turn now to northern Israel, where the military says it has killed fighters who have infiltrated from Lebanon. And the Iran-backed Hezbollah movement is denying any involvement in that. Hezbollah, based in Lebanon, has much in common with Hamas, including support from Iran and implacable opposition to Israel. It has said if Israel launches a ground invasion of Gaza, it will attack from the north. For more than 40 years... Iran's theocratic regime has denied Israel's right to exist. For most of that time, Hamas and Hezbollah have brought that threat right to Israel's borders. That threat has never seemed so real. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written by World Affairs editor Charles Wittell. It was produced by Claudia Williams and Matt Russell. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.